What is up? And welcome to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Rebel and Create are words that I live by. I believe fathers need to rebel against the status quo of low expectations and create a life mastering the craft of fatherhood. Our role as fathers is far more important than our culture is letting on. There's no one to blame, but the opportunity to take responsibility is on us. It's time we own who we are, own the opportunity of our fatherhood role. I want fathers to discover who they are. They are powerful leaders who are making an impact on future generations. The question is, what kind of impact are you creating? This Rebel and Create podcast will last 10 to 15 minutes and we'll dig into questions sent to me by fathers as well as review Monday's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. The goal is to dig into the role, the purpose, and the identity of the father. Thanks for listening, and please email any of your fatherhood-related questions to ned at rebelandcreate.com. And hey, please, don't forget to smile and have grace for yourself. You have what it takes. What are some of your favorite movies? When it comes to funny movies, obviously, anything with Adam Sandler in the 90s. (laughs) Step Brothers, hilarious. But when it comes to movies about a hero, I love the Batman movies. Love them. I love Iron Man. And I think it's because, I mean, John Wick, but John Wick 3 was a little bit, uh, I mean, they're all unrealistic, but (laughs) that one was a bit over the top. But when I look at Batman and or Iron Man, He's a hero, but he's a normal dude. So it's attainable. It feels attainable. So you see yourself as the hero. And how often when we're watching movies, do we put ourselves as the hero? We always envision ourselves as Indiana Jones or Batman or, I mean, name your hero. If you're watching the movie, you are picturing yourself as that character. Now, this idea of a hero's journey has become more prevalent to me the past year, year and a half, where I've just heard the concept. And there's a book out there about the hero's journey, and you can you can look it up and kind of see the flow of a hero's journey, um, you know, through the through a story or through a movie. Um, my kids' new school they call the students a hero, and they talk about them a lot as a as the student or the hero on a journey. And this concept has become more on my mind and I wanted to share it with you because so much of my life, I really look at everything around as supporting characters to my journey. So, you know, and and maybe that's just natural that we're somewhat selfish and we think about ourselves, but it's like I'm on my path and then my kids, my spouse, my job, people who come into contact with me, they're stepping into my path. And I think about it more about how are they impacting my journey. And I don't know that I necessarily have always thought about it that way. But if I look at my life, if I look at my days, that is more or less how I act is if somebody's coming along on my path, how are they impacting my story? How are they impacting my journey? And thinking about me really most of the time as the hero. Now, as this concept of hero's journey has come up more, I want to shift that to go, okay, as fathers on the adventure of fatherhood, do we see our kids as playing a role in our story, which really means that their actions, their life 
is is maybe a reflection of us or maybe it's it's um it's about our identity our image you know so anything that we're doing um to 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 love and shape them is more about how it makes us feel about us which we could be doing the same thing, but it comes down to the motive. And so there's this motive switch, this idea switch that instead of viewing ourselves as the hero of the journey, that we walk into our day realizing, believing, and understanding that as we come into contact with our children, our spouse, or any other human being, they are a hero on their own journey. And instead of us being in conflict with them in the sense that we're both jockeying for attention, purpose. Um, really, it's more of a take relationship. How are you supporting me on my journey? That we would show up realizing they are a hero on their own journey and show up thinking, how do I play a role in their life? How do I support them on their journey versus what are they doing for me? So it switches from a from a taking to a giving, which really comes down to the feeling, the the joy, the life that we will experience. You know, whenever you shift from selfish or take to give, there's something so much more fulfilling in that. So um, I want to share, you know, the hero's journey just real briefly. And this comes from the book, The Hero's Journey by Joseph Campbell. But when you watch a movie, you go, okay, there's the status quo, there's the call to action, there's assistance, departure, trials, approach, crisis, maybe death and rebirth, there's a treasure, there's result, there's return, there's new life, and there's resolution. So people can go through this cycle, you know, if you look at a movie, they're going to go through this cycle, they'll be at different stages. But I want you to think about the different characters. So when you look at the different characters on a hero's journey, you have the hero, right? Which most of us are seeing ourselves as the hero. Then you have the mentor. Okay. Now, many times you and I may see ourselves as the mentor, but then the question is, is the motive about how it makes us feel as being needed, how it makes us feel as being a mentor, that we feel a sense of status and purpose, or is the purpose that I know and understand that you are a hero on your journey and I want to come alongside your path and I want to help guide you? Next is ally. Same thing. If I'm coming alongside my child, my spouse, a friend as an ally, is it about something that I eventually want to get or am I coming, uh, coming alongside because I want to be an ally to you? I want to support you, befriend you. The next is the herald, the catalyst, if you will, the one that's helping to send on the path to, to, to maybe at the why give direction on which way to go. And again, the motive as you are the herald, as you are the catalyst is the purpose about, Hey son, I really want you to go to uh, the college I went to. Hey daughter, I really want you to play basketball because that's what I did in high school. So what's the purpose behind the catalyst? Are you knowing and in tune with your kid? And I'll just tell you this. I just did an incredible podcast yesterday. It'll be out Monday with Heath Sherratt. You've got to check it out. I mean, I learned so, so much. But he makes this comment and talks about his two sons who are very, very different. But he speaks of the joy of raising each of them. The point of me sharing this is to know 
as the father to know each of your children and to know that they will be different. And to, you know, if one is more like you and it's easier to connect, it's easier to guide, it's your job, it's your role to go to work on figuring out the other identity types, the other character types of your child, um, and then come alongside them. Okay. Next is the trickster, which I think, you know, any of us as dads can kind of fall into this role and to know which the, so the trickster is the one who brings kind of like a lighthearted to the journey, right? So through COVID, maybe through trials, there's, there's hard times. And so there's this lightheartedness that you can bring. And I can find that sometimes I live in this role too much that I'm my go-to response to hard things is always the trickster to always just make real light, make jokes. Sometimes I tell my kids, sorry, I'm being silly. This is like what I know to do when things are awkward or hard. So I think I could lean out of that sometimes. Um, next is shapeshifter. So this is somebody who throughout the story could be an ally and or an enemy. So it's that person who can't always fully know trust. And I would say as a father, you never want to be in this role because it's not consistent and you want your children to trust you. And that's one of the main things that you and I bring or our opportunity to bring into our kids' lives is stability. And I tell my kids this all the time when they've had a hard day at school or maybe something happened at school or out in the world that doesn't feel right, you know, because it's probably not, you know, we were, we were made to live where we're not hurting each other and teasing each other, et cetera. So I tell my kids, when you come home, this should be the safest place. Like come home, let your baggage off at the door, let any heaviness from the day, let it go. And I don't mean let it go, like just bury it. We can talk about it. But the point is, I don't want my kid having a rough day at home and then coming through the door and not feeling like it can fully be vulnerable, fully be themselves, fully trust how dad's going to respond. So I, I would say that this is a character type I want to stay away from. The next is the guardian. I love this one. Tests the hero before they face a great challenge. So uh, do you and I see ourselves as that? And, and, and even if we don't, that is our role. So we need to mentally make a mind shift or a mindset change to go, okay, this is my role. And, and I love bringing in the idea of rites of passage. You know, my daughter's, uh, one of my daughters is 12, about to turn 13, and we're doing a rite of passage for her as she turns 13. So there's, there's different ways that you can come alongside and go, okay, I want to welcome you into this new role. I want to acknowledge you. I want you to know that you are seen and known. And, and instead of letting our children stumble into new roles, whether that be middle school, high school, driving, 18, college, drinking age, whatever it is, as a guardian, as a character on their hero's journey, we get to invite them in. And maybe there are tests or challenges that we put in place to help prepare them. And again, it's not about testing them so that we can see if they're ready. Because that's a that's a little bit much. It's more to help them see that they're ready. Because as fathers, we know our children. We see them. We know when they're ready. So we give them the test, not for our own sake, but for them to start to see themselves as who they are. And that's the, when you think about any great movie, right? You, you see the guardian, you see the, in the story, they're, they give a test to the, the hero, not for them to know if they're ready, 
not for the guardian to know if the hero is ready, but to help confirm for the hero themselves that they are ready. And the last one is an interesting one. So character eight is the shadows, the enemy. And and I like the word shadows better than enemy because the shadows is threat and conflict. So I don't know. You can take this how you want. I do think that there are times that as the father, I don't want to have a sick and twisted conflict that I bring to my kids, but I do... I do sometimes need to bump up against them and I may appear as their enemy at times because I'm guiding and directing them. But I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent on this. I think that you can take it as, as you see it. I guess for myself, I would say that, yes, there are times that I need to appear as the enemy, but not in a negative, harmful, harsh way, but in a way of, I want to come alongside and end, and I may bring some conflict. And, and in their mind, it's probably more in their mind that it's conflict than it is in my mind. Uh, as a father, I know I'm directing them like, hey, yeah, you're not ready for this, or this isn't for you. So in their mind, there's this conflict that's shaping them um, and causing some rub in their life, which I mean, yeah, I would I would have to agree with that because it's like, I don't, my job isn't to always just make my kid happy. My kid, my job isn't to always make sure that, that they have every single thing that they desire and want, because then I'm just going to create a little monster. So as you think about the hero's journey, take yourself out of being the hero. And really, as we become fathers and husbands, we must take ourselves out of that role and then look at the world, look at the story as there are others on their hero's journey and we are no longer, the world is no longer about us. It's not, we're not the center of attention. We're not the center of the universe. And I think in that mindset shift to start to see people on their own hero's journey and understand our role as we come alongside them, that there would just be really great freedom in that and knowing that we can kind of move and shift and see, okay, my son here, my daughter here, my spouse here, what is the role that I play and how can I come alongside and not make it about me? And I think that I know that the fulfillment that we will feel as we shift from, from making ourselves the center of the universe will really be an incredible feeling. And, and I think we'll, we got to be gracious with ourselves knowing that we'll go in and out of this, but to pause and be aware and to start having this new question in my mind of, hey, they're on their hero's journey. Where are they at in their hero's journey? How can I come alongside? What is it that they need from me? What can I provide value to in them on this hero's journey? If you didn't check out Monday's podcast, it was really incredible. Um, a bit heavy in a sense. My friend Lewis, who was a great mentor, a great father, a great husband, he was on episode seven of the Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. And we were talking about his struggle with cancer, you know, that he's young fifties, had four kids, adopted their a fifth kid, you know, and uh, then found out he had cancer and just wrestling through that and so many amazing nuggets about life and purpose and friends. And he's one of the kindest men. And uh, a couple months ago, he passed away. And so I had been re-listening to chunks of the podcast, just hearing my friend 
you know, hearing his voice share wisdom. And there's just such a deeper sense of meaning, you know, of what he shared while he was here and then hearing it as he was now gone from this earth. So I'd encourage you to check it out. Really, uh, the the words at the end, he talked about, you know, making investments in other people. And, and it will definitely be worth your time in the sense that his life, you will hear from it. And it will be an investment into yours, which you will then take into your life. And it'll be passed down, which is a really beautiful thing. Hey, I want to invite you to something. I've been sending a text message every Wednesday since April 2015. That is a long time. And there's a big group of dudes on that text. And I started it because, you know, we don't, we don't have time to get together every week for, uh, you know, coffee and tea or a beer, but we do have, you know, 15 seconds to read a text once a week, the middle of the week to know that we're not alone, that there's other men waking up to go love and serve their families well. So if you'd like to sign up for that, it's a, it's, it's just between me and you, you get a text from me, you can text back, we can go back and forth a little bit if you want. And then, um, that's it. So you can go to rebelandcreate.com, click on the ship icon on the upper left, and it takes you to a page where you can put in your name and your phone number, and then you'll start receiving that text, and you can opt out whenever you want. I want to say thank you to all you dads listening to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. What you do matters. Don't be like everybody else. Be yourself. That is who your kids, spouse, and community needs. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Together, let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in mastering the craft of fatherhood. If you have a question about fatherhood, something you'd like me to discuss on here or podcast guest, or you just want to say what's up, shoot me an email, ned at rebelandcreate.com. And I look forward to hanging out with you next time. And if you haven't already, please take a couple minutes to write a review and rate the podcast as it helps spread the word that fatherhood matters. 